What is up, my love? And welcome back to the 1% Woman podcast. Today, we are diving into a juicy topic. This one is going to be for all my people pleaser girlies out there. I'm so excited to share with you guys some of the sneaky signs of people pleasing that showed up for me because if I'm going to be quite honest, when I first started my healing and inner work journey, I never really would have described myself as a people pleaser and still until I started to realize how much I was abandoning myself and how much that was actually rooted in this desire to have people love me or like me. Um, And ultimately, that's what people pleasing is. It's like this, this core fear of being rejected by other people. And so what do you do? You start abandoning your authenticity, you start abandoning your core values, you start abandoning yourself in order to fit the mold of who you need to be in order to please others. And Yeah, I'm just really excited to dive into some of these sneaky signs that can show up because I never really, again, would have considered myself a people pleaser until I started peeling back these layers and started realizing, oh my gosh, you are literally just becoming who you think you need to be through the lens and the eyes of others. And also one of the biggest shadows that I uncovered when I was doing shadow work for myself was the shadow of control. And I've shared that with you guys a few times on a different podcast that the this desire this need for control is one of my biggest shadows specifically the need to control how other people perceive me and I think that's something that a lot of women struggle with especially a lot of high achieving women so I'm really excited to dive into today's episode and I promise I'm not just going to leave you guys with all these signs of people pleasing and leave you sitting there in victim mode. I'm also going to share with you guys the three things that have really helped me overcome this the three mindset shifts that really helped me reframe these people-pleasing tendencies and really continue to stay true to myself, continue to stay in my authenticity, continue to sail in alignment with what my core values are for my life. So without further ado, let's just dive right in. We're going to start with the probably most obvious sign of people-pleasing that we hear or see in social media, and that is the struggle to say no or the struggle to set boundaries. Um, I think this one's pretty self-explanatory. You are someone who says no more than you say yes. You take on too many things and you are prioritizing other people over yourself. So what I always tend to say is we say yes to other people and we say no to ourselves instead of saying no to other people and saying yes to ourselves. We have it backwards. We have it the other way around. And when you're able to start like making this shift and really setting, I think the reason that we don't set boundaries is because we are afraid of what other people are going to think about the boundary that we have set. We are afraid that we are going to upset someone by setting that boundary, that they won't love us anymore. They won't accept accept us anymore. And again, getting to this root fear of if I set this boundary, this person is going to reject me. And to the human psyche, to our brains, rejection equals death. And so we will do anything in our power to prevent this feeling of being rejected. And so oftentimes that means compromising your own boundaries in order to subscribe to who we think we need to be or what we think we need to do in order to have other people love us or accept us. And I also think that a reason that a lot of women struggle to set boundaries is because you aren't actually clear on your needs and what the boundaries are. And you don't exactly know how to communicate the boundaries. And one of the biggest things that I've learned is how to communicate boundaries in a way that expresses to the other person why the boundary is important for them, what they are going to get out of me setting this boundary. 
And when you are able to see it through their eyes and through their lens, not as a negative thing, but as something that can be positive, that's how you can now start to communicate and set that boundary in a positive way. I also talk to my clients a lot about this idea of like post-boundary guilt. And that usually is kind of like a really challenging time for a lot of clients. My clients will go, they will set a boundary, but then after setting the boundary, that's when it starts to get hard because you start to feel guilty about the boundary that you have set, or maybe even the other person is manipulating you in order to feel guilty about the boundary that you have set. And just kind of normalizing that, hey, it's normal for me to feel this feeling of guilt after setting a boundary. This is something that I need to learn how to practice and get confident with. And the more that I do it, the easier that it's going to become. And so recognizing that any emotion that comes up for you after setting a boundary that is negative, like some type of guilt for setting that boundary is normal. It's part of the empathetic nature. And it really just takes repetition and time for you to kind of prove to your brain how important setting these boundaries are and that when you do set boundaries, it makes your relationships that much better. And it actually benefits not just you, but also the other person involved. And so starting to create that mindset shift for yourself and learning how to communicate boundaries is going to be so, so, so incredibly important. This is going to be a key topic that we are going to dive into in my brand new program, High Value. That's all about helping you upgrade your identity, amplify your inner confidence and ignite your full potential. Uh, We are going to be diving deep into setting boundaries because that is a that is one of the biggest skills that you need to develop when you step into this identity of being a high value woman or being a 1% woman. You need to create a life that is in alignment with your truth. And that means that we need to break free from these people pleasing patterns like compromising yourself and putting others before you. So that is number one is sneaky sign of people pleasing is that you struggle to say no, or you aren't setting boundaries or you aren't actually um, adhering to the boundaries that you do have set. So practicing how to say no and how to say no in a way that is communicated clearly, that is also communicated through the lens of the other person's values is going to be a skill that I would continue to practice time and time and time again. So that is number one. Number two is avoiding confrontation or conflict. And there's a bunch of different ways that I personally would go about avoiding confrontation or conflict. Like I would avoid confrontation or conflict like the plague. I was so fearful of having people see me in a negative way or making someone think that I was mad at them. And so I would just avoid confrontation or conflict. I would say I don't care even when I did. I was constantly like over apologizing or being overly nice. Um, I wouldn't speak my truth. I wouldn't use my voice because I didn't want to avoid conflict or create conflict. And I wanted to continue to avoid confrontation. And what happened is that built up a lot of resentment in a lot of my relationships because I was just swallowing my voice. I was swallowing my truth instead of actually speaking it and learning how to communicate and speak it in a healthy and productive way without emotion attached to it or without making the other person wrong or making anything bad, but seeing as these situations as very neutral. Confrontation and conflict don't have to be something that is quote unquote bad. It can be something that's very neutral and something that is actually a huge 
launch pad for growth, especially in your relationships. And so when you start to, when you stop avoiding confrontation and conflict and you start learning how to speak your truth in a productive way and speak your truth without emotion attached to it, speak your truth through a very neutral lens, it can actually be extremely, extremely productive. So you stop over apologizing. That's one of the biggest things that I've And I still practice this to this day. It's still something I can catch myself doing where I say sorry for things that I don't need to say sorry for. Like own yourself, own your worth, own your power. The second that you start apologizing, you start dimming yourself. You start diminishing your power. Same with saying, I don't care. Like you do care. You do have an opinion. Own that opinion and own that truth and speak it. Speak it clearly. And that doesn't obviously, that mean, doesn't mean that you don't, compromise right but it means that you speak your truth and that is one of the most empowering things that you can learn how to do as a woman so and also (laughs) one of the most helpful skills that you can learn to cultivate to have thriving relationships so that's number two is uh sneaky signs of people pleasing is avoiding confrontation or conflict by saying i don't care even when i did or by over apologizing being excessively nice all of these things have got to go um sneaky sign of people pleasing number three was constantly seeking approval from other people so this was me attaching my identity or my self-worth to my achievements and feeling like I was only worthy of love or of relationships if I had something to prove for it. Fitting myself into this mold and box of quote-unquote perfection that I desired other people to see me in, in the light that I desired people to see me in, and taking all of my flaws and insecurities and perceived inadequacies and putting them into my shadows. So I was constantly shape-shifting myself into who I thought I needed to be through the eyes of other people seeking their approval. And honestly, what I see a lot of times is a lot of women not feeling worthy or not feeling confident or not feeling like they are enough unless they're getting that validation externally, whether that's through people, whether that's through men, whether that's through friends, whether that's through family, constantly needing that approval externally in order to feel good about yourself internally. Um, So a huge sign of people pleasing is that you are shape shifting and you're molding yourself and you're becoming who you think you need to be in order to be accepted and loved by someone else instead of showing up in your authenticity and letting them love you for who you truly are. That's number three. And number four is almost like contrary to that or what that looked like for me. So for me, I constantly was like seeking approval from other people through what I was able to achieve. So I felt like the more like money that I made or the better body that I had or the more achievements that I had, the more that lovable that I was. So the more approval that I got. Whereas number four, sneaky sign of people pleasing was shrinking parts of yourself in order to not make other people people feel uncomfortable by your success or by your achievements or by your authenticity or by your expression or by your bigness. And this is also definitely something that I've experienced and kind of was touching on on the last one when I was talking about putting parts of myself into my shadows. But a lot of times women, especially, we shrink ourselves into the shadows of our partners or men or friends. I remember one of the biggest things that I said to one of my mentors when I first started doing personal development work was, I was like, I always feel like I only belong in second place. And I never felt worthy of feeling like I was enough. 
like feeling like I could celebrate myself for my success. Uh, that, I, and I think that comes from a lot of women feeling like confidence and expressing that confidence is you're shamed for that. You're shamed for being confident and it's almost misconstrued into cockiness. And when you are able to really, really know the difference between confidence and cockiness, like you can start to truly embody confidence. I think we were so afraid to actually be confident in ourselves because being in our bigness, celebrating who we are, showing up in our authenticity, fully expressing ourselves, is met with so much shame. And so we have so much guilt for celebrating our success despite working our freaking ass off to achieve it. And I think this is the huge paradox that high achievers really get stuck in is we're constantly seeking approval and we're constantly pushing ourselves to achieve yet simultaneously never feeling like we're enough and shrinking parts of ourselves in order to dim our lights so that we don't offend other people around us. And it's just this this mindfuck, this mindfuck that we do in order because we're prioritizing other people's opinions and views of us over our views and opinions of ourselves. We are prioritizing approval of other people over our own authenticity. And that's what leads to ultimately to a lot of self-abandonment and defining yourself by other people's opinions of you. And so, If any of these sneaky signs of people-pleasing feel like they resonate with you, then let's dive into the three things that have really, really helped me overcome some of these people-pleasing tendencies and really start to let go of caring so much about what other people think about me. Like really starting to show up with zero fucks and saying, I only want you to love me for me. And that's one of the key points is... Number one, I don't want approval for a fake version of myself. Having someone love me for a fake version of me is so incredibly empty. It doesn't feel loved. In fact, what I often find is that as women, we try to love ourselves for a fake version of ourselves. We only love ourselves for the perfect self that we're trying to morph and mold ourselves to. And because of that, we never actually get to experience the unconditional love that we deserve. And one of the things that I really learned throughout my healing is some of the times that I've felt the most love is when I've let myself be the most seen, the most seen in my highs and also the most seen in my lows, the most seen in my vulnerability and the most seen in my authenticity. That's where true love is is really felt. And so the thing that I remind myself all the time when I'm second guessing who I, second guessing myself, I guess, or is that I don't want approval for a fake version of myself. So I'm going to show up as my full self. I'm going to let myself be fully seen because that's the love that I desire and that's the love that I deserve. So that's point number one. And a reminder that I always, or I guess even an affirmation that I always tell myself is I don't want approval for a fake version of myself. And it allows me to continue to stay in my truth and my authenticity, even when it feels uncomfortable or unknown or potentially scary. Let's also normalize that, that like not people pleasing, like I was saying, there is this like like I was saying, after setting a boundary, there is this like guilt period. Same thing with showing up authentically. Like it doesn't always feel comfortable, especially at first. It doesn't always feel natural, especially at first. We are used to 
morphing and molding ourselves into who we think we need to be through the eyes of other people. We are so used to abandoning ourselves more so than we are actually staying true to ourselves. And it's a matter of like completely reprogramming those patterns and those belief systems from a subconscious level. So that's point number one. Point number two is reminding myself that, hey, everyone's perception of the exact same thing is completely different. Like your perception of a dog is completely different than someone else's perception of a dog. The exact same dog doing the exact same thing. Same thing with people. Someone's perception of you as the exact same person is going to be completely different than another person's perception of you as the exact same person. And so if we are constantly trying to subscribe to all these different opinions and perceptions, like, of course, we don't know who we are. Of course, we're confused. And so understanding that everyone's perception of the same exact thing is going to be different. So someone else's perception of me is always going to be different than my perception of myself. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this idea that their perception of me is going to be through the lens of their own experience, their own bias, their own opinions, their own standards, their own values, their own identity, and their own beliefs about themselves. And when you can remind yourself of that, you can start to let it go and really just value your own perception of yourself, which for me has been the thing that I always come back to when it comes to healing my relationship with myself is I, my perception of myself, how I define myself cannot be through the opinions and lens of others. It must only be through the lens of my own experience, my own beliefs, my own identities, my own emotions, my own state of being, my own values, my own standards. And the more crystal clear that you can get on those things for yourself, the more crystal clear that you can get on the identity of the woman that you know that you are and that you desire to be, the easier that it is to stay true to that. The easier that it is to stay true to that. And in fact, I also encourage you to kind of flip this script if you are someone who potentially catches yourself feeling jealous or judging other people. Like, remember that your perception of that person is through the lens of your own internal bias, your own internal beliefs, your own internal identity. It is all a projection. So what can that teach you about yourself? If you are judging someone else for something, it is a big red flag and sign that you will also judge yourself for that same thing. That there are also some internal limiting beliefs that you have around that part of yourself that need healing. It's a huge, huge thing. And that leads me straight into point number three, mindset shift number three, is that projections are just a reflection of that other person onto you, not of you. And so just like I said, if you are projecting a judgment or a form of jealousy onto someone else, it's all coming from your own perception. It's all coming from your own internal bias and your own internal struggles with your identity well the same thing if someone else is jealous or judging you it's more of a sign of the own their own inner work and healing that needs to be done than it is actually your truth and so you don't have to subscribe to that and you don't have to make it true about you it's their own projection it's a reflection of them not a reflection of you 
And so reminding myself of that every any any time that you receive criticism or someone wants to inflict their opinion on you about you, recognizing that it's through their own perception, through their own bias, through their own lens. And if it's something that is negative, it's likely just a projection of a part of themselves that they're not able to own within themselves quite yet or see within themselves quite yet that they need to do some inner work and healing around. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. Any of you guys out there who feel like you just can't get out of this cycle of people pleasing, this is one of the common themes that I touch on with a lot of my clients. And I think it was something that I wasn't really aware that I was subscribing to or falling victim to until I started peeling back the layers and seeing how much self-abandonment I had been going through in order to fit myself into the mold and box and define myself by other people's opinions of me. So just a little recap of today's episode, quick little rundown. Some Four really sneaky signs of people pleasing that you may be subscribing to is number one, you struggle to say no and you struggle to set boundaries. Number two is that you're avoiding confrontation or conflict. For example, you are saying you don't care even when you do care. You are over apologizing. You are being overly nice. You are just letting yourself get walked all over like, and you're not using your voice. Number three is that you are seeking approval from others, whether that's through your achievements or through external validation or through things that you attain. You are constantly shape-shifting and molding yourself into who you think you need to be in order for other people to see you in this mold or in this light or in this lens of perfection. It's almost like this performative identity that you are continuously putting yourself on, putting onto yourself. And then number four is you are shrinking parts of yourself. You are not celebrating all that you are. You're not stepping into your full expression, your full authenticity, your full confidence, the bigness that is you because you are afraid that is going to be intimidating to others. You are afraid of what other people are going to think about these parts of you. You are afraid that if you show up as your full self, that it is going to shrink other people. Uh, and I mean, it's no wonder that we feel this way because we see this happen all the time with celebrities or people who have a lot of success. They also have a lot of hate. Someone has something to say about someone all of the time. And we are so fearful of, of that for ourselves. So we just shrink and we hide and we dilute these, these amazing parts of ourselves, these amazing gifts that we have, our purpose, our our voice, our vision, our stories, and we don't chase after it. And it just like breaks my heart. So those are four sneaky signs of people pleasing they may be struggling with. Three really powerful mindset shifts that you can use if you are feeling like you are struggling with these people pleasing tendencies is number one, that you shouldn't want approval for a fake version of yourself. You don't want approval for a fake version of yourself. It is extremely empty. It is extremely unfulfilling and going to lead to an extremely surface level relationship. Number two is that everyone's perception of the same exact thing is different. So everyone's perception of you is going to be different. And the only perception that you need to care about is your own perception of yourself. And number three is that projections are a reflection of the other person, not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of a part of themselves that they haven't quite owned within themselves that they are placing onto you. So you don't need to own that as your truth. You don't need to subscribe to that. You don't need to take that on. You don't need to believe that about yourself. It is a projection of something that they need to work on internally within themselves. 
So hope this episode was helpful for you guys. If you are looking to start to upgrade your identity, you are looking to amplify this inner confidence, you are looking to ignite your full potential and really start to own who you are internally, step into this authenticity, this most authentic version of yourself, really start to own your inner power then my brand new program, High Value, is going to be for you. It is a 12-week self-transformational experience where I'm going to be teaching you and we are going to be breaking free from all these people-pleasing patterns and really starting to own yourself as the high-value woman that you know that you are. If you want more details, you want more information, just head over to my Instagram and shoot me a DM. I will and would absolutely love to chat with you. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.